welcome back to Sextras, where we talk about sex and all the extras. I'm Honey, and I'm on a quest to find gelatin-free jelly babies. I need them. I want them. <laughs> and they don't exist. I even tried to email Maynard Bassett, and there was an issue with their email system, which I'm taking as a conspiracy against me to <laughs> email them and ask them to make them vegetarian. So, yeah. Well, if anyone has any information then please get in contact with honey yeah i'm gonna write an investigative journalist (laughs) piece about maynard bassett and their conspiracy to stop my dreams coming (laughs) (laughs) well hello guys i'm maria and my fun fact is that i have three siblings so interesting (laughs) (laughs) this week we're gonna talk about bisexuality we have already talked about this before in several of our episodes we talked about it with our guest tori in the bi girl experience episode we talked about it in falling in love we talked about it in firsts but we're gonna talk specifically about the sexual orientation side of it today rather than like falling in love or anything mm-hmm. like that because we just kind of wanted to to like tell people our story and what our path to discovering our bisexual selves looked like yeah we just want to touch a little bit more on bisexuality as well like obviously as honey said we have mentioned some of these things before but we haven't like really deep dived into what it's like to be bi and like coming out and finding out and all those lovely things that I'm sure all bi baby babies are going through or like bi people that have gone through this will relate to hopefully and if not if you're not bi and don't relate to this well I hope you will relate in some way but if you're not bi then at least like you'll sort of understand a little bit (laughs) of what bi people kind of go through the myth and the legend of <laughs> bisexuality exactly <laughs> yeah a lot of people a lot of younger people probably don't really know what it looks like to like come to terms with or not even come to terms with just to know that you're a certain sexuality regardless of if it's bi or anything just Mm -hmm. trying to get to know what you're into so we kind of wanted to just touch on that too Mm. just a little shout out to like all our queer pals especially like during the holidays i know can be a weird and Mm. scary time for a lot of queer people especially i don't know just a little shout out to the queer community lgbt peeps out there (laughs) yeah we love you. <laughs> yeah, stay safe during the holidays. And I guess everyone stay safe as always. Yeah. We don't have a segment today, so I kind of just wanted to do our announcements at the very start of the episode because no one really listens at the end of the episode. <laughs> but if you guys want to see the segments that we post every other week apart from this week, 
we post them on our Instagram at Sextras Podcast and we just got our stickers in which Maria designed and we are starting a competition that the best segment submission of the week for like the episode that week we're gonna post it obviously anonymously on our story on the Tuesday that the episode goes up on and then you can DM us if you see the story or if we know who it is if you send it on Instagram we'll DM you Mm -hmm. and yeah we'll send you a sticker if you want. Yeah so get submitting. (laughs) Yeah I just wanted to announce that and also you don't have to submit it on Instagram we usually do like the questions thing on our story but you can also submit it we have a link in our bio for like the anonymous submissions page so you can also submit it through there and yeah we always appreciate you guys submissions we love reading them and it would be great for us to get some more in the new year because we want to continue doing the segments because we enjoy them and we know that you guys enjoy them too Mm -hmm. and also if you guys know anyone or you yourself are interested in writing something for our blog that we want to release on the website please get in contact with us it can literally be anything it can be a poem short story essay like literally just a blog post really informal literally anything that could fall under the topic of sex dating relationships self-love like any of the lovely good things that we talk about in the podcast uh we want to hear everyone's voices we want to hear your poems like all of those lovely things so if you would be interested in writing something or know someone that maybe would be a great fit then please get in contact with us email us or dm us it's all at sextras podcast and it's at gmail.com if, if if it's the email so yeah definitely get in touch yes definitely please do we want to like create a little community of just hearing about everyone's experiences and Mm. normalize talking about it writing about it in whatever way Mm -hmm. floats your boat really (laughs) and also if you want to give us a christmas present for the holidays you can leave us a review (laughs) (laughs) yeah so those are my announcements for this week (laughs) (laughs) Also, before we start the episode, because it's Christmas and we're talking about queer people, there's this guy on Instagram called, his account is JT Firstman and he has a post of him being the queer Santa (laughs) and it's great, I would recommend everyone go check it out. So let's get into it. Mm-hmm. I guess should we start with like how we found out or how we realized mm-hmm. we were bi or mm-hmm. that we liked girls as well as boys. Sure, yeah. So do you have a moment where you remember well realizing okay. that? So I don't think that I ever really... I don't have, like, a precise memory of hearing about being bi. But 
Uh, when I was around 13, I believe, I was on Tumblr and I became friends with this girl on Tumblr. And we became like besties, literally like we were best friends. We were always texting. And she's, at the time, she identified as a lesbian. So she was like my lesbian friend, you know, and she sort of introduced me to this... I don't know, the whole idea of liking girls and, like, it seeming like a normal thing. So, after I kind of got talking to her and, like, normalised the whole idea of liking girls, I think something in my head was like, oh, maybe, like, maybe that's it. And, like, there's, like, like, things from my childhood and stuff that I remember that could point to me liking girls, but I don't think I ever, like, saw it as something that would happen to me, you know? It's, like, something that happened to other people. (laughs) so yeah so I think definitely like my relationship with this friend like really was key in me figuring it out I think because it really like normalized it and made it seem like oh it's just like when you like a boy it's the same exact thing so then I think in my mind it was like oh it's not just boys like it you can also like see girls in that way too and then that's kind of what let me see it that way. So I think ever since I was, like, 13, 14, I kind of started, like, having crushes on girls and things like that. But to me, it was never, like, super deep. It was just kind of something, like, oh, okay. But it was never, like, oh, my God. Like a slow realisation. Yeah, but I think at the start, it was a little bit confusing because... It was kind of like, uh, what? But then I think when I finally realized, like, and I heard the label buy and stuff, and I was like, yeah, I think that's it. Like, it was never like, yeah, I'm definitely fully into girls. And it was never like, I'm definitely fully into guys. It was more like, I was kind of scared at the start that maybe I was just like, saying that I like girls for attention. And it wasn't really that. And I didn't really get it. And I was just doing it to like, be different and whatever. I was scared for a while that I was just like an imposter and just pretending to be bi to be different but in the end I don't know I didn't I tried not to deep it that much because I was kind of like okay and what if it is then like there's not really much you can do like this is just what you're feeling in the moment so I guess that's yeah I did have like a little bit of like internalized biphobia and also just being like no you're just lying and just make like doing it for attention but I think I've come a long way since then but what about you how do you remember when you started being like oh maybe or anything like that I guess I think I've always kind of like found girls really attractive Mm. or just like appreciated them but I think that's not uncommon mm-hmm. of just straight girls as well, or like anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not by thing. But yeah, I guess it was mainly just from you like saying you were bi and then I was started to think about it more or we just started ma- making more queer friends. Mm. So I think it was just more in my mind. And I also definitely had that thing of maybe I'm just doing this to like, be like Maria or like (laughs) (laughs) because I want to be cool or I want to fit in Mm -hmm. but I and I still have those thoughts all the time I've come a long way like you said Mm -hmm. you have but I still 
have those moments where I'm like, oh my god, am I even bi? Like, maybe everything I'm saying is just made up, and <laughs> would I even have sex with a girl? But I know that I would, but obviously it's just hard for me to imagine right now, because I'm in a relationship with a guy, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's all that, like, internalised biphobia that we love. <laughs> but I, yeah, I really think it was just, like, from the people around me kind of I started to think about it more and I didn't feel really like any pressure or like oh I have to come out I just was like Mm. yeah I don't know I kind of relate to the things everyone around me is saying and I think that's how I feel too yeah it was pretty easy to be honest (laughs) (laughs) I know so many people have way harder experiences coming to terms with it but I think that just goes to show why having like a community of queer people is so important yeah 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 for sure because it kind of gives you some validation Mm. yeah I think I also didn't see it as a big deal because I guess after coming out and stuff other people were kind of in that with me so I think that definitely like helped having loads of people that were kind of going through the same thing and stuff and you get to see it as something that isn't weird or like I don't know or other it's just really normal and can be the exact same as like straight people which I think when I was younger I didn't see it as that to me it was like something really weird and different and it was like oh what I really don't get that how yeah and I think I don't know if this is true but I kind of just thought of this like I don't think bisexuality is really seen as a threatening sexuality to like the morality of society (laughs) if you get what I mean like we kind of saw other people around us coming out and how our community and the people we went to school with responded Mm. to it and I guess we were more like approaching the age where we would have acted on any sexual urges (laughs) or anything that we had but it wasn't a massive deal because I guess we weren't acting on it in the same way I didn't feel as if people thought that we were these alien creatures I think bisexuality is kind of seen as a bit more of a joke yeah kind of like oh but it's not really real yeah oh it's just a phase Mm. so it's not a big deal if you say this now yeah no exactly and I think that's kind of just like how it's treated throughout your life anyway Mm. so and to be fair like I I, I'll hold my hands up like I'm also guilty of that I reckon like the amount of people that have well, no, I make it sound like it's a fucking, like, huge amount of people. But as in, like, there's been a few people that they'll be like, oh, I'm bi. And I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, like, I'm not out loud. And I would never, like, say it to their face. But, like, you know, there's those people that in my head you're like, yeah, well, you're obviously just gay. And you're just saying you're bi because you don't want to, like, fully commit. Or, like, yeah, well, you're mm-hmm. obviously not bi. You're just, like, doing it for fun for a while, you know? And, like, everyone has those thoughts. Yeah. And it's kind of bad, obviously, because you should take everyone at their word and, like, whatever anyone identifies as, like, that's just what it is. <laughs> like, you you don't really have a say if you're not the person. And as we have said before, like, mm. sexuality is it, like, it's something that, like, ebb and flows. Like, it changes and 
It's not something that's yeah. stagnant. You don't have to come out as bi and always be 50% guys, 50% women forever for the rest of your life. Like, that's just how it is. And then nothing changes. Like, there's periods of your life that, like, sometimes <laughs> I've been like, wait, am I even straight at all? Like, oh my God, this is like a huge farce. And there's periods of my life that I've been like, oh my God, <laughs> do I even like girls at all? And both those thoughts kind of disgust me. I'm so glad I'm bi, but like... <laughs> you are in being by you are constantly like in between these two extremes and it's like sometimes it's hard to even accept for yourself like no I'm always by like I'm always I always like guys and I always like girls and just because sometimes one is like more potent than the other or whatever it doesn't like erase whatever and if one day you were like oh yeah like I'm really gay and then the next you're like oh I'm actually like quite straight then it's like okay whatever like and it doesn't really change yeah. anything for anyone so i don't really get why it's such a huge problem but it it, it can be super hard when uh, you are like coming to terms with like finding that word and like finding that label and like coming out and all of those th- things like it can be a huge anxiety so i really like sympathize with anyone that is going through that or has gone through that at some point yeah i think for some reason straightness heterosexuality whatever you want to call it is made out as this like ideal it's like put on a pedestal and that is anyone who's straight they're straight through and through and they're like (laughs) that's their whole identity you know and they're never they would never dream of having a thought that strays from that heterosexual ideal everything they do is like devoted to the dick or like (laughs) devoted to the pussy you know they wouldn't even dream of anything in between but obviously that's not even the case for straight people i think it's not just an issue with bisexuality Mm -hmm. it's an issue with all sexualities that we see everything is so binary it can't just be a spectrum as it should be and as it is because yeah as maria was saying like some days i'm literally like yeah i'm completely straight and for the last, like, year or whatever, I've been in a relationship with a guy and I'm like, oh, but I'm straight. But obviously, I'm, I know I'm mm. not. It's just kind of the way that you're programmed to look at things. And I think it's difficult as well because we were saying for straight people, there's very much this set formula of, like, what a straight person looks like or acts like. And the same kind of for gay people and lesbians, like there's camp, there's butch, there's mm. femme, all the all these stereotypes or like tropes of being certain sexualities, but for bisexuality there's not so much. Mm. There's just kind of like a mixture of the two, but then as Marie was saying, like, oh I I don't want to be straight and I don't want to be gay. Like I am bi. <laughs> but then how do you like <laughs> there's just not really a set way of doing it and I think also what you were saying about how you kind of don't take people seriously when they say mm. they're bi I think there's also a big problem with people do act like bi in the media and they kiss like I don't know I'm trying to think of an example of female celebrities or just like straight girls in general kissing other girls and being like oh haha it's so funny like I'm I'm (laughs) bi 
which I'm not saying they can't kiss guy other girls because they're straight because that's literally going against what I just said I'm just saying them kind of using it as this kind of way to attract guys attention I think that really diminishes when people are actually bi because that is just perpetuating the idea that it's just a phase or you're just doing it as like it's just performative kind of to get yeah who you really are attracted to's attention mm, yeah and on the topic of straight girls as well so many girls like there's this huge thing that like guys would never get with another guy even like a threesome with another guy is a bit too gay you know what i mean and like can never be in contact with another naked male in any kind of sexual situation any way shape or form whereas i feel like a lot of straight women would just shag a girl just for the lols which is cool like yeah i'm 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 glad that like women don't feel this like not all women obviously i'm generalizing a lot but anyway um i'm glad that it's the case that they're not super like tight in their sexuality and all of this stuff as Mm. straight men typically are again generalizations here but it's like stay with me (laughs) but at the same time i think it, it can also be really harmful for people that are sort of like bi or gay or know that like they're sure in themselves of their sexuality and if these straight girls are coming and like experimenting with them and stuff and like there's nothing wrong with sleeping with a girl even if you don't intend to like call her the next day and like be best friends or like start dating or whatever but i think that if you're straight and you know you're straight and you're just bi curious and you're just like doing it for the night or whatever like always just kind of give that heads up don't go into things with other girls with them thinking that something could happen when that's not the case because like there is this whole thing like in the queer community like falling for straight men and straight woman syndrome and like it is a thing and it fucks like gay people (laughs) up Uh, and i have been a victim of this so Mm. you know please be (laughs) beware of um like the encounters you're having like just be honest about where you're at and like what's going on don't make someone think that you're available in a way that you're not and obviously you know oh what someone that you're just sleeping with everything but in this case i feel like that's kind of important information to have if i am gonna eat your fucking pussy i would rather know that you're not actually interested in women and it's just like a (laughs) one-time thing yeah but it's also valid to obviously change your mind at any point and also be Mm -hmm. flexible as well i don't know i think there's a lot of stigma around what is acceptable for bi people because there are all these stereotypes of like not being able to commit Mm. or they're greedy or they just want everyone at once so they won't stay with me or oh they're dating me because i'm a guy but then what if they see a girl that's really attractive they're gonna like turn around and go shag her behind my back like (laughs) no it's just about yeah just being aware of what you want and not lying Mm -hmm. to people and not lying to yourself i think that's a big issue i have a question for you yes go for it so as a bi person who what like I don't know whether you one day want to sort of end up with someone, but do you not sometimes fear that you will miss the other, the other experience, like the other genitalia, (laughs) the other like energy, you Mm. know, the other gender, 
I don't know if necessarily I want to end up with someone. Like, it's kind of hard for me to picture right now. Uh But it's not something that I'm completely erasing as a possibility. I I probably will end up with someone because, like, most likely I will, you know. Mm. But at the moment, it's hard for me to picture. And I would like to think that if I do end up with someone, it would be because, like, I truly love them and I wouldn't miss the other person you know like I or the other gender or whatever it is because I don't know I'm in a really I'm in a relationship with a guy right now and I've only been in two relationships one with a guy and one with a girl but in neither of them have I really felt like oh I'm really missing out on something else because if that is how you feel I see I see why are you in the relationship you know you want other things so yeah of course what about you? I do completely, to be fair, agree with everything you said. And I do deep down know that at the end of the day, that is how I will feel in my soul, you know? I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm really happy with this person. So obviously I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. And I don't feel that now. <laughs> but I think that... <laughs> like, for instance, I know at least in my mind that when when and if me and my boyfriend break up now I'm only gonna date girls at least I'm only gonna like seek out dating girls at least for a while (laughs) and it's such a like stupid thing because obviously you can't decide who you end up meeting and who you end up liking and falling in love with whatever but I'm like I'm not gonna go date guys I'm just gonna go date girls yeah because to me it is so different to be with a guy than being with a girl that like there is a part of me that is like what if I just do miss it and then like mm-hmm. now that I've been with a guy for a while and I've had really good sex with guys I'm like I'm, I'm gonna miss dick if I go back to just dating yeah. girls that's this is kind of crazy like my life has <laughs> kind of forever changed like before dating a guy I thought that I could never have dick and be fine forever yeah but now I'm kind of like kind of reframe things you know I'm kind of gonna miss it but obviously there's strap-ons like all those things which is also another thing I've never experienced because in my relationship with a girl we never tried a strap-on or sex toys really so it's like something I also want to try I really want to know what it's like to be fucked by a strap on like with a by a girl with a strap on or like fuck a girl with a strap on I don't know there's like loads of things and like specific experiences and little things that you can only really do with another girl or like you can only really do with a guy that it does kind of keep me up at night sometimes because I definitely like do see myself ending up with someone like I don't obviously I can't like read the future I hope that I end up with someone forever that's like kind of what I want but it does it does scare me a little bit that I will that I will miss it Do you not think that that's just, like, kind of how it is, though? Not even in terms of a bi thing, just, like, whoever you're with, you could be missing out on things with other people. You could have other things with other people. And I don't think that's what you're really focusing on when you're with someone and you're happy. Well, I didn't really want to make it sound like I'm trying to make the case for, like, bi people not wanting to cheat. I promise, like, bi people are not more likely to cheat just because they miss, like, (laughs) the other gender. Like, I just fucking express. That's not what I'm trying to say. I get what you're saying. I definitely don't think bi people are more likely to cheat. I just think that it is, like, a really weird fucking experience as a bi person. Like, you're kind of so lucky. 
<laughs> and I know we've said this a million times, yeah. but I will drive it home. <laughs> you have so much choice. But then I think that gives you even more choice to find someone that you're truly happy with ending up with. And also it doesn't like what if you end up with a gender non-conforming person what would that be like you're not going to be thinking about you know because I think I wouldn't I wouldn't I can't see myself ending up with some straight and I mean like straight guy (laughs) who's like a frat guy because I just don't want to be with someone who's very in your face masculinity all the time like I want someone that has more depth to them <laughs> than that well yeah, yeah yeah obviously my boyfriend is pretty straight <laughs> like he's pretty straight it's kind of embarrassing like I was telling him the other day <laughs> I was telling him the other day like I miss being gay I was like I'm kind of embarrassed by how straight I am nowadays. Like, it's actually embarrassing. And he was like, yeah, you're so straight. And I was like, yeah, we have to fix this. Like, I need to immerse myself back into gay life. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of hard, though, because, like, what can you actually do? I don't know. Because gay clubs (laughs) are on, like... I mean, obviously, no clubs are open, but, like... (laughs) Yeah, but I miss being gay. It's, like, it's such a struggle. Because, like... I wish there was more of a, like, little in-between for bi people to live in. Because I think when I was dating a girl, I could get get way more involved in the gay things and felt way more in, I don't know, at one with my bi identity and, like, my gay identity. And I didn't feel like an imposter, like, getting involved. But now if I started being super keen in, like, LGBT events and or, like, really keen about how bi I am, I would feel like I'm lying and, like, being kind of dumb. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Because I feel completely, like, straight. You're so immersed in straight culture. Yeah, like, the thing is, my boyfriend, like, oh, my God, like... (laughs) This is actually so bad. You just do all those straight things together. Like, what? What do you do? Well, like, go to football matches. Well, no, but, like... Do you think you're worried about how he would perceive it if you started going and getting super involved in, like, gay activism? Do you think he'd be, like, worried? I'm not saying this is, like, anything wrong with your boyfriend. I'm just saying in general, in terms Mm. of by people in relationships with Mm. the opposite yeah opposite whatever that means sex that's quite interesting actually because i think i genuinely just like it sounds like i'm saying it as a joke but i think genuinely if i started getting super involved with the lgbt lgbt stuff and like as involved as i was when i was dating a girl I think I would just feel really uncomfortable because I would think that literally all my friends and like everyone around me, including my boyfriend, would just be like, why is she trying to milk this so much? Like, it's a bit embarrassing, you know, Mm. like, because I'm in such a straight relationship and I'm so in the straight world that it's like, why are you like trying to make yourself into this minority when you're not like you're not even bi you know I genuinely would feel like that's what people thought for for the last couple years now that nearly two years now that I've been in a really straight relationship like I have felt like that I really don't feel like I'm part of the community at all which is kind of really strange yeah I think because when you're in a relationship like we as 
women in a relationship with men you are expect it's more you're expected to be straight passing than if you're in a relationship with a girl you're not really expected to be like gay passing because like you're not expected Mm. to like act super gay Mm. just because you're in a relationship with a girl Mm. but I think because you're in a relationship with a guy that is like how it is Mm. but I was actually gonna ask you and then you like led me right into it (laughs) perfectly (laughs) do you think that being in a relationship with a guy kind of makes you act in a different way or like present your gender in a different way like you're way more feminine or you're way more like like you're not just how you dress but like your behavior as well yeah I don't think I think in the way I dress no which is kind of weird actually I think I'm just always the same but I do think behaviorally like for sure and I think like a lot of I've heard a lot of people that date multiple genders and whatever um talk about this kind of thing that like with guys especially girls have said this like with guys they'll be way more like <laughs> like giggly and like swirling your hair and being mm-hmm. all like take care of me and like you know we'll, we'll like wait for him to make the first move and stuff whereas like with women will be a lot more dominant in a way I guess yeah we're just more equal I don't know I find that for sure with girls with girls like I feel a lot more equal and a lot more like I can make the first move of it or they can like it doesn't really matter it's not really the same kind of thing even though with guys I'm also not super like that but it is definitely like a noticeable thing that with girls I will be way more assuring and you know kind of like try to be more alpha in a way (laughs) whereas with guys it's like definitely like I feel like the like the beat (laughs) how about you (laughs) I guess I think yeah no definitely but I think because with other girls there's a lot more understanding obviously we have the same kind of view or same kind of lived experience in the world as women like that's just Mm. casual every day kind of sexism and stuff that you just have to like put up with or stuff that you experience even if you don't put up with it um (laughs) but with guys it's more I don't know I feel like there is this inequality even if because my boyfriend's very aware of feminist issues and I'm very in his face with it like I will bring up the patriarchy at any (laughs) given opportunity (laughs) Um, which he always calls me out on but even though he's very aware of it there are still things that happen that I'm like well this is literally just happening because of inequality Mm. in our gender and so I think Mm. you kind of do more naturally fall into those positions just because there is more of a set way for straight relationships to look yeah. but traditionally the men has men have been more dominant and so I think I do kind of just expect certain things and expect him to act a certain way as well and I also expect him to make the first move or whatever but I do try mm. to be aware of those things because I don't like that dynamic yeah no I agree I agree like I don't like any power imbalance I wouldn't want that in any relationship with any gender. Yeah, so. I mean, I feel 
like I fall into being now that I'm kind of thinking about it I fall into sort of always being like the submissive one but I just think that's just like me as a person but (laughs) I do definitely see like those patterns that (laughs) you were like just talking about just literally subconscious things that we just seem to do in the company of men and in relationships like this with men rather than with women and not that related but I guess segue into another thing that I really wanted to talk about is sort of whole sort of concept of virginity and how we were talking about when we first lost our virginities or when we first really like let someone see our vagina or like see us naked (laughs) I yeah I feel like I remember a fear of, I obviously didn't want it to be like weird and smell bad and everything, like all the insecurities that people normally feel. But I remember not being as afraid as I've heard like experiences from young people now. And I don't know, I kind of started mm-hmm. thinking a lot about like how grateful I actually am that I first got to sleep with a girl before a guy, before I like. I don't know, took my clothes off in front of a guy. Not that it is this like it is this way for everyone, but I think that in having sex with a woman first and sort of like seeing another vagina in that kind of way and knowing that someone that has a vagina was like seeing mine, it relieved like so much of that like fear yeah. and anxiety and pressure because I knew that it could never really be that mm-hmm. bad, you know, because girls know, like they understand. Yeah, it's just that level of understanding, as we were saying. Mm-hmm. There's not as much... Not that I expect judgment from guys, but I think it's more yeah. fear of the unknown because you don't know. They probably haven't seen a vagina mm. before, so they might think it's weird. Obviously, girls have seen their vagina, so it's not <laughs> that weird for them. Yeah, for sure. And then also, a good thing to remember is that I think that I wasn't so scared because I knew that she wouldn't judge me because she'd seen one before kind of thing. When in reality, like, it's not that I was judging hers because I'd seen mine. It looked completely different to my vagina. It was not really comparable. Same with, like, the first dick I saw. I wasn't being judgy because, first of all, it was the first dick I saw, so it's not like I could even compare it to anything. Plus, second of all, it's not like I even know anything about them. So if there was something, like, weird or lopsided about it, like, I wouldn't have (laughs) been weird, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, and also, even if there was... (laughs) Yeah. Like... Even if now I saw a, like, lopsided <laughs> dick, I still wouldn't be like, oh, I'm not having sex with you. I just wouldn't care. Yeah, exactly. You I know? think people get so into <laughs> what other people are going to, like, say about their body or think about their body when literally most people are just, like, think about it. If you're thinking that, that person is thinking that. Therefore, literally what everyone is thinking about is, like, how insecure they are about their own bodies. Yeah. When they're not thinking about you at all. Like as in like whether your body looks fucking gross or whatever. Because both vaginas and penises are beautiful. Yeah. Like a guy isn't gonna look at a vagina realistically and be like, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean if they do, then it's like, okay, well you don't deserve to be having sex with me then if that's what you care about. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of unrealistic expectations of how our genitals are meant to Mm. look which is just like crazy when you actually think about it and it's all just because of porn so yeah don't 
I think everyone should be aware of the fact that everyone has different vaginas and I actually have something that I want to post when we release this episode of different vaginas and I think it's good for people to see all the different ways a vagina can look so yeah and dicks too obviously but I don't have one for dicks so maybe (laughs) if someone finds one and wants to send it to us we'll post it (laughs) but don't send us pictures of your dick that's not an invitation (laughs) please (laughs) yeah and I'd be really interested to sort of hear a bye boy experience Mm, I don't know maybe they have a lot of struggles that are like kind of different or a different perspective of these same struggles so yeah that would be really interesting so if you're a bi boy write to us and let us know (laughs) we would love to have you on and just kind of hear because I know there's a whole other different set of stereotypes for bi men and Mm -hmm. just men in general in terms of what you're supposed to uphold and like your masculinity and all that boring Mm -hmm. traditional stuff so we would love to hear experiences for sure we always want to hear everyone else's experience so if you'd like to be a guest or would want to write on our blog or anything like that definitely get in touch and if you like the episode leave us a review on apple Podcasts or podchaser definitely let all your friends know and keep an eye out for the competition that we mentioned earlier and so yeah you can find us on instagram facebook everything at sexist podcast our emails at sexistpodcast.gmail.com and our website is www.sexistpodcast.com so go show us some love over there but other than that we will see you next week Bye. bye You've been listening to Sextras, presented by Honey Jane Wyatt and Maria Jose Hayodatiyi, produced by Mabel Productions.